Welcome to Retirement Matters, brought to you by Market Street Wealth Management, where your retirement matters most. Welcome to Retirement Matters, where your retirement matters most on Market Street Radio. My name is Kevin Holt, and as always, I'm here and joined by Jeff Leppert and Mark Malora. And guys, I spent a lot of the weekend this weekend following my son around. We were, you know, he's playing ice hockey, as you guys know, big ice hockey player. Um, and I got to thinking as I was freezing cold in the weather, um, I got to thinking a lot about predicting success, not only in sports, but in life in general, uh, partially because uh, I was wondering why the heck I was freezing and, and being so cold and, and uh, getting up at the crack of dawn to, to watch hockey. But more importantly, I, I really thought about predicting success uh, in life. And as we talk about with finances uh, every day, predicting success with our retirement. And I think one of the first questions um, that you should ask yourself when you're trying to figure out uh, what to do in retirement is, am I dealing and am I working with somebody uh, that really specializes in the areas of concern that retirees have? And and let me give you an example of this. I I often kind of think, again, you guys know I'm big into sports, so I often kind of think about... um, life and our working careers as kind of the first half of a game, where when you're focusing on the first half in life, you're working, you're putting money away, your advisor might help you out and give you an asset allocation, but I'm making money and I'm taking money and I'm putting it into that asset allocation. And then we get to what I'll call halftime. And as with most sports, you get a chance to kind of take a pause, go into the locker room, And you get to create a strategy for the second half. And that strategy um, becomes really important. Obviously, we want to win both halves. But the second half, it becomes even more important that we want to win the second half uh, because we're not working anymore. Uh, We don't know how long retirement is going to last, how long we're going to live. So we kind of have less of a known um, timeline. And we certainly have uh, money that we're not making that we're adding into our retirement plan. Uh, And more importantly, uh, we have all these other factors that I want to talk about uh, that, that we need to focus on in retirement. And, and that's why we do this show. Obviously, we focus, uh, focus on retire, uh, retirement matters. It's hence the name of our show, right? And um, if you are interested in learning more about retirement matters, you can always log on to our website, marketstreetradio.com. Or you can give us a call at 610-692-7898. We'd uh, love to play a question. Uh, if you have a question, you can record it there. Or if you want to sit down and, and talk to us about something Retirement Matters related, uh, obviously we get the uh, privilege of meeting with a lot of our loyal listeners out there on a regular basis who want to come in and, and see us and talk to us uh, and, and talk about a lot of these topics that that really help us win this second half. So uh, I, I, I want to kind of turn this over. And Mark, I'm, I'm going to start with you. And I know a lot of people start thinking about retirement uh, when they get at or near the age of taking Social Security. And that's really one of the first things that we have to look at uh, when we start to talk about the differences between that accumulation phase and an accumulation advisor and the distribution phase, that second half that we're talking about, and a distribution advisor, somebody that kind of focuses and specializes in that area. Sure. Yeah. All of a sudden now they're they're looking on a uh, to answer a question of when to take social security, and they're forced upon that because they have a decision to make. You know, like you mentioned in the accumulation phase in the first half 
of uh, you know saving for retirement. You don't have a lot of those you know forced decisions to make, like like when do I take Social Security. Uh, or maybe a pension. You know, when do I take that pension? What survivor option do I pick? Now you have some some real decisions to make, which you know changes the game. And you certainly weren't thinking about uh, how to maximize Social Security. You might have been thinking about when to take it, but you weren't thinking of these 81 different strategies that we talk about, different ways that we can coordinate benefits with the spouse uh, to to maximize it. Not only with my asset allocation and, and the accumulation that I'm still going to need in retirement, but also with uh, an income plan and, and an overall income plan in, in retirement. Sure, absolutely. And and you know if you're listening out there and and you do have questions or concerns about Social Security, uh, a few weeks back we did do a show on maximizing Social Security. And if you're not familiar with that, you're going to want to log on to our website, MarketStreetRadio.com, and definitely listen to that because. Uh, one of the points we make in that in that program with with Social Security is that most people don't understand they don't they don't realize all the different options that you do have as Kevin mentioned eighty one different ways with all the different spousal benefits and and strategies on on you know when to take it who should take it first what benefit to collect on so anyway you, you definitely want to check out that that uh, program that we had to make sure that you are familiar with those strategies and I think the first question that comes to Mark uh, or to mind Mark is. Um, what is the plan for taking Social Security, and how does how is that coordinated with my asset allocation? And and it gets me to thinking that if I don't have a plan, or my advisor hasn't um, addressed that area, it's it's not as though uh, that advisor um, it, it, they just might not have the tools, they might not have the the ability, the tools, they might not have the knowledge, and it might not be their focus because their focus might truly be on how do I accumulate wealth for a client versus how do I put all these pieces together in retirement and create a true distribution plan? Yeah, that is definitely one of the biggest differences that we see when clients do come in if they're working with somebody else is you know, a lot of the advisors out there, like you mentioned, are just putting together different investment you know, recommendations. You know, they have you in an asset allocation, you might be in stocks, you might be in mutual funds, might be in annuities. And again, you're more concerned about about just putting money in and how much, you know, what's my rate of return? How much am I making each year? And, and you're right, when, when it gets to retirement and the clients that we meet with and, and we explain to clients, it's the second half. It's a whole different ball game, you know, and, and you need to prepare for, you know, the second half in what social security option that you, that you need to pick. Um, maximizing income when it comes to your pension. Now, it all has effect on on your asset allocation, all has effect on your nest egg that you've saved. So these are these are really big, important decisions you need to make. And, and I think, Mark, too, people don't realize the difference between a couple of the strategies with Social Security. We, we see clients, and we help them maximize Social Security. And oftentimes, it's it's you know a hundred thousand dollar difference over their life expectancy. Sometimes it's upwards of two, two hundred and fifty, even three hundred thousand dollars difference between choosing a strategy that uh, maybe they thought they were coming in thinking they were going to take that one, and really walking through the the maximization process. Sure, absolutely. I mean, it's a huge decision to make. Think about it. Someone who's getting ready to turn 62, okay, they're going to ponder one of the easiest decisions. Do I take it at 62 or do I wait till full retirement age 66? Well, think of the impact there. If someone decides, well, you know what, I'm going to wait till 66 to take my, my full Social Security retirement amount, well, they have four years there that they need to pull money if they're yeah, going to retire to the gap. if yeah. they're going to retire at 62 and you need to make the 66 i mean social security usually makes up a big portion of someone's retirement income 
Well, guess where you're going? You're going to your nest egg. You need to pull off four years of income, and that that makes a, a big impact on their nest egg. And you want to make sure that your money, if you've done the proper planning, that what effect is that going to have long term? It might be the best decision to make. I don't want to tell you that it's not a good decision to take it at 62 or not to take it at 66. I'm just saying know how that affects your portfolio if you're going to wait till full retirement at, at age 66. And, and certainly having an income plan becomes... Uh, of you know utmost importance it, it it you know we have this asset allocation and I find far too often uh, we don't have a set plan in place for how we're going to take income in retirement uh, when we're dealing with somebody brand new coming into our office and the reason for that in my belief is that they're dealing with an accumulation advisor that doesn't really specialize in distribution planning and maybe they're just selling off portions of that asset allocation over time and and Jeff kind of give us an idea of uh, of an overall income plan I know you get a chance to work with Ed slot as a master elite IRA advisor uh, and not only get to deal with the income plan but get to deal with the taxes as well or and those are two of the next pieces that we really need to talk about in the second half of life and winning the second half, uh, Jeff. But before I turn that over to you, uh, if you want to find some more information, as Mark mentioned, on Social Security or income planning, uh, taxes, um, asset allocation or growth in retirement, we have a lot of shows that are up on the website that you can go ahead and look and listen to at marketstreetradio.com. You can also download some educational materials, some resources, or you could actually sign up to come uh, see us live. Uh, It's not always a pretty site. Uh, getting to watch you guys uh, talk, but I'm, I'm sure our listeners will uh, get a chance to learn something, and that's that's really what we're all about at Market Street Wealth Management. So, Jeff, give us an idea with the uh, income plan, and and really kind of start off with how we see most often people doing it in retirement, and really kind of talk about uh, segmenting uh, buckets of money, uh, things like that, uh, in retirement to use for a retirement income plan. Sure, Kevin. You know, as a follow-up to what Mark said, I think there's a lot of people, even advisors of themselves, that that almost feel like they specialize where they can help out with the retirement planning because all they're really doing is saying, well, you're closer to retirement. We should probably, you know, um, get a little bit more conservative in our investments because we're going to start turning into an income stream. And then the, the client feels like, all right, well, my advisor knows I'm closer to retirement and now I'm a little bit more conservative. So I have my retirement, you know, taken care of. And, and I think that's uh, the far, farthest from the truth. You know, a, as we said, it, it's all about income and income distribution once you retire. You know, to me, I actually think, you know, you hate the word, you Use the word easy, but it's almost easy when we're accumulating, um, you know, our, our nest egg because you know a lot of things are taken care of for us. Uh, people turn around and a, and a lot of the wealth that that is accumulated, you know, in America is through you know tax. Uh, tax-deferred type plans, 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, and those type of things. And, and basically, you're putting your money into those uh, uh, plans, and you don't really have to worry about taxes. Because you know each year, as the money you know goes up or down, it doesn't normally have a, a, an impact on, on your taxes. But once we start talking about you know getting into retirement and taking distributions out of those uh, accounts, what we're looking for really is, how do I maximize the amount of money that I can take out? And more importantly, how much of that money that I 
I take out? Can I actually put in my t- in my pocket? Because Uncle Sam, uh, you know, starts to get uh, really involved in the distribution stage, meaning when we start taking money out of those uh, taxable accounts, we're going to start paying, uh, you know, Uncle Sam on all, all that deferred money that we put in, and that, in conjunction with you know Social Security and and, and pensions and all, becomes very very important that we know as we're distributing money from our nest egg. Uh, again, how much do I get to keep? Uh, for the most part, most people are, are looking at those accounts and saying it's not really how much money I'm making each, each year. It's is, is the income there for me? Is it enough? Is it going to be enough in the future when we factor in inflation and, and pay off Uncle Sam and all? So it really is taking a, a, a full income planning approach and, and determining, well, if I need a certain amount of money each month to pay all my bills and enjoy retirement, how much should I be taking out of those accounts that have never been taxed? And how much what we call like IRAs and, and what we call qualified accounts, and then how much do I just take out of the accounts that were already, you know, I already pay taxes on, and how does that impact my Social Security and my pension, um, and how much I pay to Uncle Sam on those as well. And Jeff, just to add to your point, I think, you know, a sound income plan, I think the major difference between the accumulation side versus the distribution side is that you know, if a time period like 2000 to 2002 happens, where we all know the market lost money three years in a row, and if I'm looking at my asset allocation, and again, I'm losing money year after year after year in that situation, I'm sitting there and I'm probably having a conversation with my wife to say, you know what, uh, we have time before we're going to retire, and we're going to make more money, and we're going to keep adding more money into this pool, into this asset allocation, whereas in retirement, I am now out of time because I need the money today. And I also, I'm not making any money to add into it. So it kind of compounds the issue. And Mark, that's why I want to really talk about the next issue because risk in retirement as a distribution uh, specialist is something that you have to pay way more attention to. Now, I know everybody out there is going to say, well, all right, Captain Obvious, uh, we all know we have to pay attention to risk in retirement uh, and we have to get more conservative. But it's even more than that uh, because it's a matter of where you're taking your income from and where that income plan is coming from and the volatility that those uh, vehicles that you're using to generate income have. And in today's environment, we could be invested in things that we traditionally thought were conservative. And I know we've talked about this on past shows. And again, log up onto the website and you can listen all about you know bonds and interest rates. But we could be in things that we traditionally thought were conservative. And yet, we're still potentially going backwards and taking income out of that, making the situation even worse. Oh, it's, it's definitely a huge issue. I mean, think about... Uh, like you mentioned, in 2008, at one point, the, the stock market was down 50%. Okay, if, if you sold out at that point, I mean, what do you need to get back to your original investment? If you're down 50%, and I know we talk- Let alone clients, if you're pulling off 4 or 5% yep, of, of income yep, on top of that. Oh, I'm going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, know, you need a 100% rate of return to get back. If you had 100000 it went down to 50000 Now you need 100% to get back to your original $100,000. But you're right- the biggest one of the biggest problems is now you're withdrawing money. Now you're taking money off that nest egg to supplement Social Security and pension if you're lucky enough to have a pension. But what happens is in the negative years, those those volatile volatile years, it's that sequence of return risk. It really compounds the effect. So you might be down and have a negative return if you're if you're invested too aggressively, too risky. But now you're also withdrawing the money, which compounds that effect. We talk about that with clients all the time, and how crucial at least those those first you know five to ten years are in retirement to make sure that your money is going to last. But like you mentioned, risk is is a huge part of it. 
And and I know, uh, Jeff, you mentioned taxes briefly. Um, but while you're working, uh, it, there's a whole lot more things that you get to write off. Without a doubt. <laughs> you know, when, when you're working, you know, uh, a lot of people will have mortgage interest they get to write off. And they have, you know, a, a Schedule A, which is where uh, the itemized deductions where you would put mortgage interest. You get to write off the state and local taxes that you're paying. You might have a couple kids, so you have some built-in deductions there. So there's a whole lot of things that you're, you're already getting a tax deduction for. But then once you get into retirement, all of a sudden where a lot of people thought that, you know, they they originally thought there were going to be a lower tax bracket. Now all of a sudden they're worried about tax rates going up. And for a lot of people, they lost a lot of those tax deductions. So just when taxes might be going up to pay for all the debt we're in, we're going to lose a lot of those built-in, you know, tax deductions because a lot of people go into retirement, they don't have a mortgage anymore, the kids are out of the house, you know, there's not as many, you know, exemptions and all those type of things. Yeah, and so what I'm hearing, Jeff, from you, and it's, it's something that, that I've believed for a long time, and you're uh, you know, reaffirming that to me, is, is that you know, while you're working, there's very little control you have over, you know, you're obviously going to make the income that you make at your job. If it's coming on a W-2, all of that money's going to flow into your tax return. Now in retirement, there are multiple buckets of money, if you will. There's IRAs, there's 401ks, there's non-IRAs, non-qualified money. Uh, you might have some Roth IRAs, tax. There's all these different buckets that we get to choose which we take out our income from. And so there's a whole lot more, uh, not only income planning to decide which account do I use and when, but how is it going to affect my tax return when I take that money? And oftentimes one decision uh, coincides with another. For example, uh, Jeff, I'd like you to, if you could, talk about a client that you've had where you've done some social security planning in conjunction with some tax planning. Well, I've had situations where I'll actually um, turn around and when we're doing the social security planning, uh, again, the, the Social Security for some people is taxable, for other people it's a tax-free benefit depending on what other distributions are coming on their tax return. We've done situations in the past where I've had people take Social Security early even though they were getting a, a lower uh, you know check from Social Security for the rest of their life, it allowed them to take that money uh, where they didn't need it for to pay regular bills, and it allowed them to do some Roth conversions, meaning pay Uncle Sam um, the, the money that was needed to, to convert some of their regular IRAs into Roth IRAs so they could be set up later on in life you know, to have tax-free growth and, and not be forced into any kind of requirement and distributions. A lot to get go through on the radio here, but there's all different strategies you can do, but it has to be, you know, looked at in a total plan when we're really looking at every, all, all the impacts of the income with taxes. And I know there's so much more to get to in this discussion. Um, you know, if you guys don't mind sticking around, I'd like to really get into this uh, in, in further detail. In fact, I think there's one thing that we haven't talked about that really could affect everything else that we already have talked about. And if you haven't planned for that yet, uh, one mistake in that area could really um, cause you to, to, to fail in a whole lot of other areas. And I want to talk about that when we come back. But I kind of want to look at and just summarize kind of what we've talked about to this point. Really, there's, there's uh, two distinct phases, I believe, in uh, retirement planning. One, where you're accumulating for retirement and putting money away. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, if the market goes down, I'm not as affected because I'm just pu- putting more money, I'm making more money, and I have time on my side. And then there's this second half. 
The nice thing is, is we get to pause in between the first and second half. We get to sit down with somebody that specializes in winning the second half. And we get to say, how do I coordinate all these other things that I have to focus on in the second half? Things like social security maximization, uh, planning an income, out of which account and when do I take that income? Uh, we get to worry about things like risk. Whereas before, uh, if the market went down, I'm putting more money into it. Now I have to focus on risk from the standpoint, if the market goes down and I'm withdrawing money, it's going to take that much more time and time I, I don't have because I need the money now uh, to make up for that. And obviously, we've talked about taxes and how important tax planning becomes in retirement. Jeff, I've often heard you say two things. One, um, it's better to be working with somebody that's looking out at the road ahead than working and looking at the road behind you uh, and the road already traveled, which is where most tax planners or tax preparers sit, CPAs and tax preparers. Um, and, and, and secondly, whether we make you a dollar on your investments or you save a dollar in, in taxes. At the end of the day, you have an extra dollar in your pocket. Uh, and, and obviously, we want to kind of coordinate those benefits together. So uh, if, you have, if you have a question, uh, you want to talk about the different phases of life, give us a call, 610-692-7898. Uh, as always, you can uh, give us a call also to sit down with us, to talk, uh, talk to us about anything retirement matters related, but specifically your plan and whether or not your advisor has addressed how your asset allocation and, and uh, funds can coordinate with things like social security maximization, income planning, uh, risk, and taxes, and, and, and a lot of the other things that we need to focus on uh, when we want to win this second half of life. Uh, finally, if you have a, uh, if you want to see us live, um, if you, if you uh, want to learn more, you can log on to our website at marketstreetradio.com where you can sign up for an upcoming educational event. And you can also uh, download some free resources and, and uh, check out all the things on our website. Uh, and, and you can even uh, get an idea of our bios and, and some of the things that we get to do on a, on a regular basis. So, uh, guys, stick around. Um, I want to focus on, in the next segment, the one mistake that you can make uh, that really could derail this whole plan that we've talked to, to up to this point. 